Welcome to Fronteras, a program that explores issues at the border and beyond through the lens of arts, culture, and history. I'm Norma Martinez with Texas Public Radio in San Antonio. There's a long overdue interest in works by Latino artists in museums around the world when Museum in California is dedicated to Chicano art and is built on the expensive collection of actor and comedian Cheech Marin. The McNay Art Museum in San Antonio is primarily a contemporary art museum, and it has an extensive collection of Latino art displayed across its many galleries. We're taking a look at some of this art through the eyes of the museum's new curator of Latinx art, Mia Lopez. She's a San Antonio native with dual master's degrees from the School of Art Institute of Chicago. She's an alumnus of the Smithsonian Latino Museum Studies Program, and her writing has appeared in numerous publications. Her position, Curator of Latinx Art, was made possible from a grant through the Leadership in Art Museums Initiative. Lopez is charged with expanding the McNay's growing collection of Latinx artworks and curating future exhibitions by Latinx artists. Last week, we talked to Lopez about her serendipitous return to San Antonio and about Latino representation in museum leadership. We also started a walkthrough of some of the Latino artworks in the McNay collection. We were introduced to the elaborate papel picado or traditional Mexican cut paper of artist Guadalupe Hernandez. We also saw the McNay's very first acquisition, a work by Diego Rivera. We're continuing that tour today. One gallery wall features the photorealistic, larger-than-life representations of pan dulce, Mexican pastries, specifically conchas or esponjas, as they're also known. They are so realistic, you feel like you can reach out and tap the sugary crust of each one. That uh, was part of the McNay's the Art of Essay Eats um, exhibition that was popular, um, I think a little bit over a year or so ago. And I think that, you know, the reason I wanted to show you this work today was just because it underscores a very different type of cultural celebration that nevertheless is really important to San Antonio and absolutely has a place within the museum's collection. You know, this is a series of six paintings of yellow conchas, and it's by the San Antonio artist Eva Marengo Sanchez. You know, this is a hyper-realist um, depiction. You know, almost feels like you could, you know, eat these conchas if you got a little bit closer. Um, yeah, they are all very 3D. Yes, you know, they look very delicious. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it is a challenge to walk um, by these paintings um, if I haven't had breakfast. Uh, and the sugar, there's sugar sprinkled on some of them, and it's just so realistic. It, it looks 3D, but it isn't. It is a 2D representation, and it's very Warholian. Absolutely. There's definitely some kind of echoes of, you know, pop sensibility and aesthetic in this work, you know, especially the way that it's kind of presented in a grid. What I really like about the gallery that that we're in is, you know, this space is organized around the theme of color. Um, I think that there are many different ways that we make the galleries inviting. And one of them is by, you know, having themes that are kind of clearly accessible. You know, again, going to this notion of belonging, you know, if we have visitors that maybe aren't entirely you know, familiar with some of the older works in the collection, or maybe just some more casual visitors that, you know, 
may not know, you know, some of the modernist artists or even the more contemporary, there's something that they can latch onto in terms of, you know, this representation of really part of daily life in San Antonio, in Mexico, in the border region, are pan dulce. We next cross the gallery to a nook that houses an installation that's clearly a tribute to migrants. An orange life vest hangs on one corner of the nook. Adjacent to it is a crumbled foil blanket on a small shelf. And news clippings, silver ladies' slippers, and rosaries hang on the wall. On the floor beneath these items is a small memorial decorated with yellow flowers and three candles. Mia Lopez says it's part of the McNay's Artists Looking at Art series that celebrates the San Antonio contemporary art community. So the work that we are looking at here is an altar that was created by a San Antonio artist, Melissa Gamez Herrera. And so this piece is called We Had No Choice, and it's an altar to migrants. And what you see here are elements that she selected because of the way that they represent two stories literally ripped from the headlines about um, migrants, yes, on the U.S.-Mexico border, but also um, in Europe. And at the time that she was creating this, she was actually responding to a ship that had immigrants, I believe, coming from Syria that had capsized. So the life vest is really kind of an offering to those that did not have life jackets. And then she has these other elements that represent things that you might find along the border. It's representative of kind of the roadside altars and memorials that we see pop up really anywhere where a life has been lost. There's a jug of water that is wrapped in a thermal blanket You have the flowers that are, again, kind of ubiquitous at this type of offering. You use electric candles, rosaries, a clip from a news story. And so this was a piece that was created for the McNay and I think really also utilizes our unique architecture in a beautiful way, you know, kind of building into the space and sort of creating its own little altar moment. We walk to a more traditional Dia de los Muertos altar, catty-cornered from Herrera's installation. It's a three-tiered ofrenda with three photos of local artists who have passed, paper chrysanthemums, and representations of pan dulce and skulls. The top tier is a large vertical computer monitor that's playing a slideshow of loved ones' photos. One image in the slideshow is of Mia Lopez's grandmother. That's my wedding photo. Um, and so members of the community were invited to submit photos for this ofrenda. We have central um, the artists Angel Rodriguez Diaz, um, Gilbert Duran, and Jesse Trevino. So I submitted that photo of my abuelita. But anybody from the community could share photos of their loved ones. Um, and really, again, it's about inviting people to kind of participate um, with the museum's sort of exploration and homage to this deep cultural heritage. And then again, you know, I appreciate that it sort of creates a different sort of context for this artwork that um, Melissa Gamez Herrera created for the museum.
We cross the area just behind the reception desk. I do a double take as we walk by. These are holographic images by the De La Torre Brothers, a West Coast artistic duo. Their bright neon colors and luchador figures in elaborate frames stand in contrast to an equally almost Rococo-ish backdrop. When you walk by them, the images unexpectedly flicker to another scene. They actually are going to be having an exhibition early March that will be up for several months. Um, But this is kind of a preview of that. This piece is called Exoskeleton, and it really highlights the way that they use aesthetics ranging from Spanish colonial architecture, pop culture, Baroque art, um, and they kind of mishmash them all together into these really great sort of visual collages, lenticular photographs. Um, It's an immersive installation. Absolutely. You get that sort of uh, holograph experience. You move two inches to the right and you see a giant luchador who's got sort of a nopal costume on, and then you move it to the other side and he's a child and You see the Tower of the Americas in San Antonio and two figures sort of with their hands over their head. And there's figures like that all around. Formally, the artists are riffing off of aspects of casta painting. But yes, they're then infusing that with the nopal, the lucha libre, um, but also other elements, you know, related to Catholic artwork. So it's absolutely visually... um, enticing and quite a lot to look at. And I think a great preview of what this exhibition that we're opening in March will be, which is going to have blown glass, custom wallpaper, more lenticular imagery. Um, It's something that we're really excited about as an institution. To the right of the museum entrance is a small set of stairs. After we descend these steps, immediately to our right is a giant white canvas. In the middle of that canvas are two Latino men, back to back, one facing forward wearing a baseball cap, the other facing away. The men's hands are behind their backs. Their heads are tilted upwards. The eyes of the man facing you gaze up into nothingness. Their feet appear to dangle as if they're floating. Here's Mia Lopez. So the McNay has had uh, throughout its history many moments where they supported Latinx artists um, at pivotal points in their career. And I wanted to take a second to show you a piece by the artist Vincent Valdez. Um, This is The Strangest Fruit 9. This is actually the culmination of his Strangest Fruit series, which um, uses um, paintings and portraits that he's created of individuals in his life. However, he poses them the same way as people that were in lynching photographs, particularly photographs um, of lynchings of Mexican-Americans in the Southwest. It's a really difficult body of work, um, and at the same time, it's executed, you know, quite beautifully. You know, his um, realistic, you know, depiction of facial expressions, body, you know, his ability to kind of capture people, um, you know, the way that the bodies appear essentially lifeless. 
I point out this work not only because it's a spectacular piece, but because Vincent has had numerous exhibitions at the McNay you know, that he's participated in, but also solo exhibitions that have been supported by the museum. Um, he actually had his first solo exhibition here. He was at the time the youngest artist to ever have a solo exhibition here, I think in 2004. And so, you know, to me, that, again, is a great example of how the institution was supportive of at the time, what would have been an emerging artist, but also, you know, homegrown talent um, and somebody who's gone on to have an incredible career, not only in San Antonio, but really nationally and internationally, um, and is one of the most celebrated um, Latino artists working today. We're talking to Mia Lopez, the new curator of Latinx art at the McNay Art Museum in San Antonio. She's taking us on a walkthrough of a fraction of the Latino art in the museum's collection. When we come back, we get an exclusive look at an artwork that isn't yet on display. Very unusual for a piece to enter the collection that way. And this is the piece that we purchased and is now part of our collection. That's next on Fronteras. Welcome back to Fronteras. I'm Norma Martinez with Texas Public Radio in San Antonio. We're talking today with Mia Lopez at the McNay Art Museum in San Antonio. Lopez is the museum's first curator of Latinx art. It's a position funded by a grant from the Leadership in Art Museums Initiative. Her mission is to grow the McNay's collection of Latinx artworks and curate future exhibitions by Latinx artists. Lopez has been taking us on a tour of some of the McNay's Latino art highlights. So now, um, for our last stop on our kind of mini tour, um, we are going to go to uh, our art receiving, um, where I can show you one of the most recent additions to our collection. Lopez takes me and Fronteras producer Marian Navarro through what seems to us like an elaborate maze of doors and keypads, bringing back memories of the opening credits to the 1960s TV show Get Smart, minus the phone booth that slides you into the basement. It's like a maze, like a top secret with all these doors. <laughs> Big giant doors after giant doors after giant doors. Levels of yeah, security. Yes. <laughs> Our final destination is a large room with large sliding panels and open-ended storage shelves. So this is um, our art receiving. So this is where objects are uh, generally held and prepared for leaving um, the museum or if they've just come in. Some gowns from a past McNay exhibit of costume designs from the musical Wicked are still on their forms, as are other, less recognizable artifacts. Lopez walks us to the very back of the room. I guess a month ago, um, I think my second day at the McNay, we had an event called Collecting Texas. And this was an event for patrons that could help determine which artwork the museum was going to purchase. We had a collection of several works that were all by artists that had some tie to El Paso. They were either from there or had lived and worked there or maybe were currently living and working there. We did not know beforehand 
what the public was going to think. And really the only people that were privy kind of to the decision making were people who attended this event. It was something that people could purchase a ticket to. And then the funds that were generated from this event would then be put towards the purchase of an artwork. So it was a very democratic kind of style of fundraising for a piece, um, but then allowing the people who helped support that to actually make the decision. Very unusual for a piece to enter the collection that way. And this is the piece that we purchased and is now part of our collection. Lopez pulls out one large sliding panel. Oh, it is huge. And what we see is a large canvas of abstract art. There's not much space between the panel and the wall, so all I see at first are colors, pink, white, and gray, in a sort of diagonal pattern. It's not until Lopez says what the piece is called that I finally see what it depicts. So this is a piece by Fausto Fernandez, and this work is called Burden Narratives While Stuck in Traffic in Pursuit of an Obligation at the Port of Entry. I wish that we could step back a little bit further, but we are in an art receiving, so it's don't have as much space. But believe me, when this is installed, there will definitely be ample room for the visitors to kind of take in the scene. But what you're looking at are a sort of pattern, a kind of tessellation of different images of cars in traffic. And he uses this really vibrant color palette, you know, sort of neon pink and white, on top of a more kind of muted series of grays and darker tones um, that almost looks like you know a shimmering oil spill. But what he is showing is, yeah, the experience of being stuck in traffic waiting to cross the border. It's something that you know he experiences often living in the border region, um, growing up in the border region, I should say. He um, was born in El Paso, grew up in Ciudad Juarez, and you know, crossing back and forth is a way of life um, for so many that live on the U.S.-Mexico border. And what I really love about this piece is that he has taken this, again, a very common experience and aestheticized it in a way that is... Um, I think recognizable to anybody who drives or has been stuck in traffic and yet also captures that specificity of place that you know very specific experience um, of what it's like to kind of be in that tedious line you know it feels like you know, see of brake lights ahead of you formally you know this absolutely plays with abstraction and modernism um, in ways that I think really complements some of the op art that we have in our collection and you know we were really thrilled that the participants in the Collecting Texas event selected this piece for our collection. Lopez says she expects this canvas to go on display at the McNay before the year is out. Is there a sort of a dream list for you of works you'd like to be featured on these pull-out panels that uh, you would love to eventually see here at the McNay? Or do you have any sort of plans ahead of what you'd like to see on these panels? Oh, my goodness. That is that is a wonderful question. Um, I probably still need to keep my personal <laughs> wish list a little bit close to my chest. Um, but I'm really excited about building off of our existing collection, identifying um, opportunities for growth. 
I would say that I'm just as excited about some emerging artists that I'm getting to know their work today as I am about, you know, looking back at some artistic greats that, for whatever reason, you know, maybe didn't have their moment to shine and you know, there's opportunities there. So I don't have a full list yet, but the ideas that I'm thinking about are are a bit eclectic and what I'm hoping is that within the next year or so um, that everyone will have the opportunity to kind of see more of what I'm thinking about um, for Let the Next Art at the McNay um, by coming and visiting. You know, one of the great things that we can do here at the McNay is contextualize Latinx art within a broader sort of art history and really underscore again um, that Latinx art is American art. Latinx art is um, world-class, museum-worthy art. Mia Lopez is the new curator of Latinx art at the McNay Art Museum in San Antonio. She's been taking us on a walkthrough of some of the McNay's key works by Latino artists. Lopez will discuss the Latinx lens in American art with Marcela Guerrero, a curator with New York's Whitney Museum of American Art. That conversation is Thursday, December 14th at 6 p.m. at the McNay Art Museum. Find a link on how to register at tpr.org. This is part two of a two-part interview with Mia Lopez. In part one, we spoke about the importance of representation in museum leadership. You can hear part one on tpr.org and on the Fronteras podcast. Thanks for joining us on Fronteras. Fronteras is produced by Norma Martinez and Marian Navarro. Our executive producer is Dan Katz. Our editor is Fernando Ortiz Jr. Charanga Cakewalk composed our theme music. Hear past episodes at tpr.org and on the Fronteras podcast. I'm Norma Martinez with Texas Public Radio in San Antonio. Mm-hmm.